Hey, it's Craig Hemingway, Communications Manager for the City of Moose Jaw, and welcome once again to the Notorious Jawcast, the official podcast of the City of Moose Jaw, Canada's most notorious city. And coming up on this installment, bi-weekly waste collection returns, as does free yard waste weekend in October. Also, details on National Fire Prevention Week, which is coming soon, along with an open house at the South Hill Fire Hall. But first, a quick recap of an award-winning week for the City of Moose Jaw. The Economic Developers Association of Canada, or EDAC, held their conference at Edmonton last weekend, and the City of Moose Jaw picked up a pair of marketing awards for the events that we hosted and promoted this past winter as part of our Moose War with Norway. Not to recap all of it, but you may remember that once word spread that Norway's moose was bigger than our Mac, we were challenged to do something so Matt could regain the crown. And what followed was a combination of social media coverage, traditional media coverage, community support, some creativity, a little bit of luck, and a whole lot of moose puns. And it all added up to a lot of fun and a lot of exposure for our city all over the world. We actually had an analytics company measure the media attention and... They said if we had wanted to purchase all of the international media coverage that we received, it would have cost about $6.3 million, plus another $1.1 million in social media value. At any rate, you can read more about it and actually see the link to our video submission that really captured start to finish all the craziness. Uh, Just go to the homepage of moosejaw.ca. You'll find the link there. And remember, by the way... uh, The story isn't even completely over yet because Mac the Moose is going to get his new rack and reclaim the crown of world's largest moose statue Thursday, October 10th. Tourism Moose Jaw has invited the community to witness the fun and take part in a free barbecue. It all starts 11 a.m. October 10th. Coming up in a moment, we'll have details on some traffic flow enhancements coming to First Avenue Northwest in October, along with traffic light upgrades at First and Caribou and Ninth and Lillooet. Right now, though, a return to bi-weekly waste collection and the return of Yard Waste Weekend here in Moose Jaw. Jesse Watamanuk is the Public Works Supervisor for Sanitation and Wastewater with the City of Moose Jaw. Jesse, glad you could make it. Oh, thanks for having me, Craig. Busy time of year, of course, as uh, we switch over to fall operations, and that entails a few things, including the return of bi-weekly waste collection for yourself and your department. I mean, it's it's just really just kind of reorganizing scheduling again, all the trucks, yep. right? Yep, yep. We're moving into bi-weekly. Uh, it's starting October 1st. Um, we'll be collecting from uh, the various zones. So just pay attention to your collection calendar if you have one. If you don't, you can go to moosejaw.ca to pick one pick one up or you know call engineering if you have questions and of course uh, along with the return of, of bi-weekly collection this is a time of year when people are doing the the fall yard cleanup and raking leaves and, and some pruning and those sorts of things we have the return of free yard waste weekend so that material can be disposed of free of charge yeah so october 19th and 20th craig will have the free yard waste weekend at the city landfill We'll have an area set aside to help residents and move them through a little quicker. Loads will be inspected as they come in to ensure it is organic yard waste. We want to make sure it's leaves, grass clippings, you know, pruned branches no bigger than an inch in diameter. And we're not uh, taking household waste at that time. But if you do want to bring out, 
you know, household waste or uh, maybe furniture or mattresses or something like that, it will be charged. Uh, there will be a charge for that stuff. You know, the $10 tipping fee for a half ton or the standard ton rate will apply. Yeah, regular fees will apply for, for uh, traditional household waste, as you mm-hmm. said, and other things. But it's the organic yard waste, the things we're doing that, yep, that are extra, that Mother Nature is leaving for us uh, at this time of year that we're going to allow you in for free. Yeah, as, as and as much as the weather maybe is not cooperating right now, we really hope it ter- takes a turn for to be a little nicer come mid-October so people can get that stuff off the ground the leaves the grass the you know most of that will have fallen by then and uh we give them the opportunity to bring it out free of charge at the landfill yeah certainly with some snow in the forecast and frost that's gonna (laughs) uh that's gonna expedite the process of leaves coming to the ground for sure uh anything else we're missing along with that yeah i would even say like you know garden like if you're picking out the tomato plants and the den waste i guess would even apply to that too just so residents know like that's one big thing i do is gardens so you know cleaning that mess up can be pretty significant too so right so that is again that falls under organic yard waste that is all accepted for free on free yard waste weekend october 19th and 20th we have more details right now at moosejaw.ca anything else we've missed uh no i think that's everything our thanks to jesse watamanuk our public works supervisor for sanitation and wastewater Hey, the Moose Jaw Fire Department is getting ready for National Fire Prevention Week and an open house as well. We'll get more on that in a moment. If you haven't seen yet, and we have put this out as a media release, but the City of Moose Jaw is preparing for some traffic flow enhancements and traffic light upgrades. Starting October 8th, weather permitting, traffic flows on 1st Avenue Northwest between Manitoba Street and Oxford Street will be adjusted to three lanes of traffic. So yes, there will be new lines put down on 1st Avenue Northwest between Manitoba and Oxford. And those three lanes of traffic will be laid out as such. One full driving lane of northbound through traffic, one driving lane of southbound through traffic, and the middle driving lane devoted to left turn only traffic for travelers in each direction. And those changes will also result in some more parking availability along First Avenue Northwest uh, in line with parking provisions contained in the city's traffic bylaw. And the reason for this, well, our, our folks in transportation have done an extensive study of traffic patterns on First Avenue and based on that study, separating left turn traffic from through traffic was determined to be safer to the existing driving lane configuration. Uh, and the new design will efficiently accommodate traffic demands and allow, uh, again, as we mentioned, some extra parking availability on both sides of First Avenue. And so that will start on October 8th, weather permitting. In addition to that, Next week, as soon as weather will allow, we're going to see some traffic light upgrades at the intersection of 1st Avenue Northwest and Caribou Street, and also at 9th Avenue Southwest and Lillooet. Similar project in both locations, and and crews will be working on both uh, simultaneously, in fact. And those upgrades include revised approaches to the intersection, new signals and a controller, new pedestrian push buttons, and improved ramps. And that's again at 1st Avenue Northwest and Caribou Street and 9th Avenue Southwest and Little Wet. New traffic light upgrades coming there starting uh, the week of September 30th to October 4th as soon as weather permits. So again, like all projects within the city, we ask that you exercise caution around construction zones and obey the posted signage for the safety of everybody. 
Speaking of safety, National Fire Prevention Week is coming up October 6th through 12th, and the Moose Jaw Fire Department wants all of us to be prepared. And they also want us to join them for a special event. To tell us more is the Fire Department's Public Education Officer, Kathy Bassett. Kathy, welcome. First time on the JawCast, I believe. It is my first time, so no heckling. Okay. No no real hard questions. No real hard questions. Well, that, there's no such thing. I think with you, you know the answers to, to all of the things we're going to be talking about today. Uh, first off, let's start with uh, National Fire Prevention Week is coming up. Give us the details on, on both the week and, and talk about this year's theme for us. Not every hero wears a cape, plan and practice your escape. So what is your definition of a hero? Oh boy, there there could be many, but uh, someone you look up to, someone who can save your life, mm-hmm. help you in, in some special way? Absolutely. Um, somebody that does something uh, that helps a stranger, even if it's at risk of their own life or any of those things, right? Uh, but uh, heroes are everyday people as well that do smaller but very important things. Uh, for example, a dad that checks a smoke alarm every month or a teenager that cleans out the lint of his of his uh, of the dryer after doing laundry himself or sorry maybe, is this, does this teen exist know. that does laundry themselves i've yet uh, to meet such a teen <laughs> well <laughs> that would be heroic because i don't know if there's many we can point to when my kids were teenagers they did wow so, uh, you're yeah. a hero for imparting well, there you that go. yeah absolutely but uh no uh i mean just simple things like that at home that that um can keep your family safe, like a grandmother maybe putting uh, a lid over a grease fire pot or whatever and, and snuffing out the fire before anything happens. Um, all these little things are, are important hero steps for people to do in their own homes and keep them and their families safe. Uh, so this year, of course, we're, we're really plugging to plan and practice your escape. So uh, in planning your escape, I know we go over this quite frequently, but I can't say it enough. Uh, It's so important to have your escape planned out. Um, You have to uh, sit down with your family and draw out every level of your home. That so include in each room, your doors, your windows, uh, any way of getting out, because you have to have two ways out of every room in your house. Um, Practicing that you would have to do it at least twice a year, right? So once you've got your your plan well established, you've got it figured out how to get out of each room, you get outside and you have a meeting place, obviously outside, Uh, that could be uh, a light post or um, something that is stationary and away from the house, safely away from the house, obviously. And of course, then you call 911. So, once you have that all established and your family is aware of it, then you have to practice it. And I mean practice, practice, practice. It's just like if you're taking piano lessons, the more you practice, the better you get, right? So in this practices, uh, do fire drills in your own home. Like set off the alarm, uh, make sure everybody knows their ways out, see if they get out and practice different ways of getting out of your home because it might not always be the same way that you're going to be able to get outside of your home. Um, make sure the kids know how to escape safely without you having to grab them out of bed because you might not be able to get to them, right? So make sure your children know their escape plan very well. And once you've established and done it during the day, do it at nighttime. And I always tell 
the parents maybe do it on a weekend so the kids aren't too groggy for school day the next day but do it on a weekend and um, see if they wake up to the alarm and what you have to do and what you might have to tweak in your plan so it's all up to you because uh, it, it's so important those first couple of minutes um, working smoke alarms save lives and it's been proven that it can cut your your chance of, of death or injury by 50% by having working working smoke alarms in your house so be that hero be that person that makes sure that you have all these devices in your homes because they really do work and so do CO alarms uh, we live in Canada we have gas furnaces we have attached garages with with vehicles going in and out there's so many different variables in our in our homes right so uh, make sure you have that CO alarm as well because it's the silent killer and you really need to to make sure that you have it it's an important message of course and and you know we're, we're saying right now with fire prevention week uh, upon us here very mm -hmm. shortly but obviously in your role it's to spread that message year-round I mean that's your goal is to <laughs> so yes. people know this not just once a year but year-round right and, and what are the ways in which you're trying to accomplish that well you know that that is I always say that that fire prevention isn't just one week out of the year um, I mean that's the time that we get to focus on it and get our messages across um, but it's an all-year thing I mean every every season has its has its issues or or uh, hazards right so I, I get out there and I go to all the schools and I teach K-3 uh, fire safety and um, which has just been a really good program and uh, the kids they learn so much and they're so smart like they're they get it and and they're so good and then uh, they take some stuff home to their mom and dads and they teach their parents so I'm getting both that way um, you know I get out there as much as I can I try to get out to seniors uh, uh, as much as I can as well um, you know do a fire drill here and there with a seniors complex or whatever but uh, yeah fire safety is definitely a year-round thing yeah well no, you do a great job at it and uh, you know we, we've already addressed the fact you're you know uh, you're an excellent teacher you know teach your kids to do laundry in their teens you're able to get that message of importance across and have them follow so that's uh, fantastic and so uh, continuing on that theme uh, we're inviting uh, well a pile of kids of course to come visit the the South Hill Fire Hall for an open house but also our entire community during fire prevention week so give us the details on that absolutely um, yeah on October 9th um, actually it's kind of uh, unique this year that we're having it on October 9th. Um, Fire Prevention Week is always held through the week that has October 9th in it. And the reason being is um, the Great Chicago Fire uh, many, many, many years ago um, happened because Mrs. O'Leary was milking her, her cow out in, in the uh, barn and it knocked over a lantern and started the Great Chicago Fire. And that was on October 9th. So uh, National Fire Protection Association is a North American uh, uh, organization and they are the ones that started Fire Prevention Week. So this year our open house is on October 9th and uh, we are inviting the public to attend the South Hill Fire Hall on Lillouette Street um, from 11 till 2. Uh, come in and, and uh, see what we're all about, see our equipment and um, we have some uh, fire safety handouts for all ages, and uh, so I'm really hoping people will get out and, 
and come say hi and meet meet us and and uh, you know just just get to know each other a little bit. But we're also having uh, we've invited uh, six schools this year uh, to come and have a have a tour and and do the same thing. And um, we have approximately 300 students coming in. And we focused on older kids this time. So we're looking at grades four to six. And uh, because I already get into the schools for K to three, we thought, well, we're gonna have the older kids come this time. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about having the tours and everything that day. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. Our thanks to Kathy Bassett, Public Education Officer for the Moose Jaw Fire Department. And remember, not every hero wears a cape. Plan and practice your escape. Fire Prevention Week, October 6th through 12th. Open house at the South Hill Fire Hall, October 9th. Just a few days before Thanksgiving. Here we go into fall. Thanks for joining us for the Notorious Jawcast. I'm Craig Hemingway. <laughs>